0: Welcome to The Overcomer's Journey, where we are overcoming the world one faith step at a time. As we walk in truth and love, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave his life for us. I am Mayfile Odette, your host for the next 15 minutes. So let's get started. You know, we've been doing a lot of soaping up, and every time I look at the Word, I am just amazed at what we find. We've been doing a lot of that inductive study, and I'm just amazed, and every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay, so the scripture for today is Philippians 1, 18, starting at verse 18 in the King James Version of the Bible. It says, What then, notwithstanding every way, Whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice. Yes, and will rejoice. Next verse. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Next verse according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul is in prison and chains under palace guard for preaching the gospel. His immediate purpose for writing this letter to the Philippians was to thank them for a gift they had sent him. Their messenger, and I may jack up his name, Epaphroditus, had recovered from a serious illness and could carry this letter as he returned to them. In this most personal letter, Paul is concerned, yet confident that God will bring the Philippians' faith to maturity. No doubt, Paul is not only a man of doctrine and duty, but he is a man of prayer. And like Jesus, the prayers that he prayed are timeless. They are relevant for today, for what was going on during his time is no different than what's going on in ours. He shares his affliction, as he calls it, of imprisonment, not from a woe is me, perspective, not from a place of murmuring and complaining. I can't say that's always me. Or even fear about his current circumstance. He shares it from the place of encouragement. We see words like joy and confidence and grace and affection and love and rejoice and earnest expectation. Do you have an earnest expectation in your current situation hope and even boldness although he's in prison for preaching Christ he's still saying I want more boldness to even preach it even more why does he speak this way why is his letter full of such encouragement he says beginning in verse 12 of Philippians 1 in the KJV version but I want you to know brethren that things which happen to me have actually churned out for the furtherance of the gospel. Keep going. So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. Keep going. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. But no matter their motive... For speaking Christ, or whether from envy or for goodwill, Paul says in verse 18, "What then, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and in this I rejoice. I mean, what a testimony. We see people, people are biting, people wondering if people are sincere or not. But yet, Paul said, I don't care about the sincerity. What only matters is that Christ is preached, and somebody's going to get saved behind it. Now, let's look at this another way. Paul used to be Saul, persecuting the very church that he now is suffering for. Now, does Saul, how does Saul become a Paul? Is it by a much talking? Is it by I much wondering? Is it by I much much cowering? Is it by a much, I can't believe he did that. Is it by I much, I don't believe it, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Is it by that? No. But it was through prayer. While he was persecuting the church, I have no doubt that somebody was praying for Paul. Somebody was, or, Put it yet, someone was praying for Saul. The Saul that persecuted the church. The Saul that had papers from church folk to go and put more people in prison. The Saul that was ready to drag you out and put you in and lock away the key and probably, he was probably one of the ones that wanted to beat you to death for what you were proclaiming. That same Saul. Somebody was praying for him. And not only for him, they were praying for their brothers and sisters who were going through no doubt they were going through they were you know some people were running and hiding while other people were being bold and this one this snake of a person was running after them trying to take the very lives who christ died for but i'm here to tell you because of their love for the saints and they were praying for saints and praying for the salvation of saul are we doing that for people who are rising up against us? Are we praying for the souls in our lives? Are we praying for the would-be church folk who are persecuting or rising up or preaching the gospel for the wrong reason? Are we praying? From that standpoint or viewpoint, Paul could say, let's look at the Passion version of verse 18, Passion translation. He said, Yet, in spite of all of this, I am overjoyed. For what does it matter as long as Christ is being preached? If they preach him with mixed motives or with genuine love, the message of Christ is still being preached. And I will re- continue to rejoice. Next verse. Because I know that the lavish supply of the spirit of Jesus, the anointed one, and your intercession for me wow. will bring about my deliverance. In verse 20, he goes on to say, he says, No matter what, I will continue to hope and passionately cling to Christ so that he will be openly revealed through me before everyone's eyes. That's what prayer does. What Dr. Poole said last week, it could have been another way. On the road to Damascus, Saul had an encounter with God. Christ redirected Saul's misdirected passion and zeal against the church and turned it into Paul's passion for the church. Damascus' Road was paved with prayer. Only prayer can do that. So Dr. Schiller said prayer assassinates the plots, plans, and ploys of the enemy. Dr. Poole says it with prayer. Bishop said we make our prayers by what makes us pray. Lord knows I've given many people calls to pray over my lifetime. When many of you met me nine years ago, you met a lavish supply of the Spirit of Jesus, the Anointed One, an intercession for me that brought about my deliverance. It could have been another way. I stand here as a product of prayer. You don't know Odette Version 1988 that first stepped into a church as an adult, introduced to lesbian at the age of six, at a cousin's house down the street, if my mother had not found me and pulled me out and interceded for me, it could have been another way. Incest, molestation, pornography, masturbation, fornication, if it had not been for someone interceding for me, it could have been another way. I was a child that burned my own father's food. He was a quadriplegic, kind-hearted man, but I was angry. I burned his food. I was so disrespectful. But because of my father's kindness and his mercy, when I told him I was pregnant for the first time, instead of saying, get out my house, he said, crawl in my lap and cry." And because of his mercy, I was introduced to the love of the Father. And it could have been another way. My list goes on and on. It could have been another way. But God interviewed when people stepped in like you and like you and like you and prayed. It could have been another way. It should have been another way. And it still can be another way, but for a lavish supply of Jesus Christ in your intercession for each of our deliverance. (laughs) Hallelujah. We are believing for 300 families strong, and all 300 won't be the old dead 2010 models bathed by prayer. With many other upstate dates along the way, because of prayer in the spirit of God, many will come like Odette, 1977 model, that went to church, taught Sunday school, served as an usher, even was baptized, but then crashed and turned into another update, 1988, and became all those other things in and out, up under whatever. That was me between 1977 and 1988 and 2010 was so many twists and turns and knots but someone had the the had to tie some faith knots by considering not the things that they saw and pray cuz it could have been another way Yes, someone was praying for me, looking past my faults and seeing all my needs because I had so many because it could have been another way. Because like Paul, they were confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in me that day that my mother said, are you ready? I'm like, ready for what, mom? Ready to give your life to the Lord. Okay. I walked down the aisle. 1977, got, bap, got baptized. Not fully understanding, not fully understanding the decision that I made that day. But God knew. And he put people in my path that prayed for me and continued to pray for me through every character change, through theft, through the murder of my own first, born, first child, through everything that I had done on that side and this side of the cross god put people in my life pastors in my life along my way when they could have talked about the shortness of my skirt as i stood on the corner they didn't they prayed and i'm telling you people are coming and standing in line to get in this church And what model are they going to come bring in? Is it going to be my 1977 model or my 1988 model or the model that you're familiar with, 2010? And the other updates. Which ones will come through the door? No doubt they will come looking all kind of ways. But between the 1977 and the 2010 was prayer. 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 And our job is to pray for people, not talk about them, not wonder are they saved or not, not wondering those things. Our job is to pray, because that's the only difference. That is the shortest difference between where they are and where they're going. It needs to be paved with the road of prayer. So pray every way you know how, in every way, with every prayer, with mercies and love. Because people need to be living and they're coming here. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and pray. Thank you for tuning in to The Overcomer's Journey. I pray that you have been encouraged to overcome the world one faith step at a time. If you have questions, comments, or prayer requests, please send me an email at journey at gmail.com.